Hello, everyone. Welcome to High Vibes and a Mic. We are your hosts, Sylvia Madden and Veronique Ananter, moms in our 40s and 50s with lots of great spiritual insights and funny stories to light up your day. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. for a podcast today this is veronique and sylvia hi sylvia how are you hi 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 everyone doing good cool <laughs> uh so today we have another guest and um let me introduce you to lady kondo hi lady kondo how are you hello i am fine thank you for uh, having me tonight thank you so much sure sure so uh, lady kondo lives in england so i'm calling we're calling to in the uk right now So it's a bit late for you, not too late. So we're, not, we're going to try not to keep you too late. <laughs> yes. I am well supported by uh, a little bubble. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, you wrote a book about your spiritual journey, and we were really interested to know a bit more about it. So first, can you introduce yourself? Who are you? Oh, thank you. Thank you. So um, I'm Lady Kondo, as you said. I am um, originally from Guinea-Conakry. I speak French. I was brought up in France. As you said, I live in the UK for more than 20 years with my uh, partner. And um, I am a Buddhist and I chant Nam-myoho, Renge-kyo. I suffer from sarcoidosis, which is an autoimmune illness. And sarcoidosis led me to write the book that you mentioned, Manifesto from a Woman, which is a spiritual journey. I think that's what I can uh, say to introduce myself. Okay. Yeah. And the book is available on Amazon, right? That's correct. Yes. Paperback and also Kindle. Okay. Um, so my first question for you is, uh, how did you come to become a Buddhist? Ah, thank you. Thank you. Thank it's really you. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Buddhism is very vast. The, Buddhist, the Buddhism that I practice is um, Nichiren Daishin is teaching. I met Buddhism when I was 19 at university. I connected with this woman. She told me that she was a Buddhist and she chanted those words. And she said to me, very confidently actually, if I chant, she said, if you chant, your life will change. I mean, obviously I was 19, so I didn't think this way, but uh, she was so compassionate and sincere. So I decided to try. I tried. I like the ideas, the philosophy, but I don't really believe my life will change. And to be honest, what do I know about life at the, at the age of 19? So I left it there, then I came to the UK, and I think there was something about Buddhism that stayed with me, and I started my real journey through Buddhism chanting in the UK. Next year will mark 30 years of me chanting. So, Wow. Wow, so... Um... 
can you describe like for a lot of I think a lot of people are not familiar with Buddhism. What is it? What what is Buddhism like and what you know, like what do you work with or you know? Just uh, for people to get familiar with it who are not aware of. They've heard of Buddhism, but they don't really know what is practiced, you know? Wow. And what is involved, yeah. Okay. At least the, the type that you're following, right? Your, yeah, so, the type so, that you follow. So as I mentioned earlier, Buddhism is very vast. Um, it, it, Buddhism has its own history. And the Buddhism I practice comes from Nichiren Daishonin. Nichiren was a priest mm -hmm. in the 13th century. At a very young age, he wanted to understand why the Buddhist principle at the time didn't lead people to happiness. So he went searching and searching and searching. And uh, he understood that the main suffering of mankind was linked to their desire. And when people think mm. about Buddhism, they think about um, separation. Uh, what I mean by separation is denying all desire to let go of right. any attachment to be happy. But then Nichiren, looking at it and studying, realized that actually it's not possible because being alive in self is a desire. So if we talk about desire, we cannot say this desire is more important and this one is not. And it is about human nature and also it's about the timing of life. What worked maybe some many, many, many years ago, maybe it worked, but today, talking about desire and happiness, people are focusing, I mean, even myself, We had focused on happiness outside my life. But what this mm -hmm. has taught me is that regardless of how much I am um, yearning about things in life, happiness is within my life. And um, so the main difference between this Buddhism and other form of Buddhism is the only teaching that really encourages us to go for what we want in life. Because it's through the journey. And if we are honest with ourselves, we can see whatever we are going for whether it's, uh, it's going to make us happy or it's going to lead to suffering, basically. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. So, yes, mm -hmm. and I think yeah. it's teaching because it makes sense. All the key principles in it, and it makes sense. I go to meetings. There's an organization called SGI. SGI is worldwide, Sokagakai International. There's SGI UK. I belong to this organization within the UK. There's SGI in the state, SGI USA, SGI France, SGI Italy. It's worldwide now. And again, mm -hmm. it's all about each one of us finding our own way through life and, um, and, having, and finding the right path. And like I said, I chose this Buddhism because it makes sense. Okay. Right. That's great. So interesting, huh? Yeah. Yeah, about desires. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, question about the book that you wrote a book. So, I thought so. I started, of course, reading your book. It was really interesting. I really liked some passages. Some passages were really hot, I must say. <laughs> Very explicit. <laughs> I want to read a little passage that I wrote down. I really like it. If you, if you're okay with it, sure. <laughs> So the book is about um, so a, a woman. She's African, and her name is Isata Sheriff, right? Yes. Yeah, Isata Sheriff. Mm -hmm. And there's one paragraph when you said um, she's thinking about the man that she wants, the man of her dreams, and she said that man needs to be able to smell like the famous acacia honey 
crawling on his golden skin so that the option to lick it or not, the honey, of course, yes. wouldn't appear, wouldn't appear as a choice. No, I really, really like that passage. So, of course, so the book is, um, it's, is it, it's uh, inspired from your life, right? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, I was looking for Mr. Right. Yes, I had my own uh, idea of how men, because I'm into men, um, mm -hmm. or how relationship for um, what I aspire in life should be. And yes, I wanted um, someone sexy, someone well with uh, honey, whichever way you want to describe it. And um, yes, inspired from my life, from my life, definitely. But then the rest, um, because I am, how do you say that, the rest... Um, I, I mean, it is inspired by my life, but a lot of things are very fictive, and I make it. I wanted to make it dramatic, if it makes sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah. So, uh, you, mm -hmm. in the book, you mentioned that you you went through like you're trying to find. I mean, the the person, right? Uh, mm -hmm. The character uh, was uh, looking for uh, a romance. And ended up dealing and facing with serious a serious disease, that's right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, can you talk more about that and, like, you know, what are the lessons learned throughout this journey? And because it sounds very interesting. It does. Yeah. So, going back to Buddhism, talking about desire, it was mm -hmm. that desire through my prayer, wanting to find the right person, that perfect man. Who was going to make me? Who is going to make me dance through life? I uh, found myself, and that's what I try to explain in the book. I found myself through three types of uh, relationship. Um, yes, the relationship were there. The character I invented them, but okay. was, mm -hmm. and in a way, the, um, that desire, rather than finding this person, when I thought my life was ready, I met sarcoidosis. And from mm. that moment, I was forced to really look at my life and um, first to confront this illness, what it re represented to me, and also for me to clearly define what is relationship. Because, oh, because I was in that place of loneliness, I thought I was happy because I had the perfect job. And uh, when this illness manifested, I needed, I needed to look at my life on a much more deeper level. And uh, most importantly, like I said, what kind of relationship I was looking for. Because all the glamour is nice, it's exciting, it flatters one's ego. But at the end of the day, it's not so much about having a relationship. We have to take care of it. So if I'm not confident in who I am, or if yeah, we are not confident in who we are as human beings, as people, then we cannot be happy. And that's what the whole journey has been about. And most importantly, what this illness came to teach me. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it must be a very interesting journey then. Like the yeah. process, the things that you learn throughout the whole process. Yeah. Pretty amazing. I guess you need to know more when you read the book too, right? Yes. <laughs> you can tell the whole story. That is the whole book, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to tell the, the whole story. Uh, yeah. So, Mr. Mr. Smith, is he, is, he, is, he, is he real or not? Well, <laughs> the story is inspired by my life. So, yes, I was looking for Mr. Wright, who was going to make me dance through life. 
yes, I am a Buddhist, yes, I suffer from sarcoidosis, and then the rest, I had to make it dramatic. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have another question. question. So regarding your illness, are you okay now? Is it something that's curable? Because I don't know about that disease. Can you talk about it? What is it exactly? Oh, oh yeah. asking. So uh, sarcoidosis, there's no cure for it. It is an autoimmune illness. What mm. happened is that, um, yes, autoimmune illness is when your uh, body shut down, actually. And no oh. one can say why. There's no real reason. When I was diagnosed with this illness, that's about um, just 11 years ago, there was no information. I was left uh, alone. I, I do have the support, medical support. But in terms of uh, connecting with people, it's just not easy to explain. Looking at me, mm. yeah, I do have a great sense of humor. The spirit, <laughs> everything is there, yes. But mm-hmm. the battle every day is just a ah. main challenge is that I'm always exhausted. Today, I managed to go out because I needed wine. So yes, wine helped. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm always... Um, Exhausted, I have to take painkillers every day. I am not going to, to lie, I am uh, addicted to painkillers because that's what it is. And the treatment mm. as well, intravenous treatment and chemotherapy. Unfortunately, it does help, but uh, I just need to take care of myself. And I'm, I have to learn, I'm learning. Right. Mm. Well, wow. so right. do, you, do you do you have like any dietary restrictions, uh, things that, you, that did you have to make big changes I in your try. life? Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. I did try when it started because, of course, when you think about autoimmune illness, and uh, when it when um, when it is dis- describes that it is your body attacking you, so there's a immune mm-hmm. system that is meant to support us to protect us but it stopped working so from the outside i did ask myself as well what i could do because if it's about attacking your body so i tried to look at uh, my diet i made some effort but it's not easy honestly to mm-hmm. keep up for mm-hmm. my own life honestly it's not easy to keep up with the diet so i tried to be wise and yeah mm-hmm. yeah and being being restrained all the time, but the diet or even the alcohol, or, that's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. Something I noticed in your book. Pardon me, which one? Which one? Uh, something I'm going to tell you something I noticed in your book when you said, because I lived it too. So I used to live in England for uh, five years, I think. And there's something that we have we have in common. So you said big cities can be lonely place for a woman. Where are the men? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I must say that's one of the reasons why I left because ah. I, I was. I'm telling you, I was saying myself, if I stay there, I'm going to be single. I'm going to be single my whole life. It was really really hard to meet serious men. Serious. Mm. You can mm. meet any man. You can meet men anywhere, but serious committing men in London. I think there's so much, so many choices, too many people. People don't commit over there. And mm. for me, in France, when you know you go out with somebody for five minutes, is your boyfriend. So we <laughs> yeah. talk about, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, we did talk about that, right, in a different yeah. podcasts. Mm-hmm. When I arrived in, in England, I was really lost. So when I read that in your book, I was laughing because I'm like, okay, I wasn't the only one thinking like that. Can you tell me about <laughs> that? Can you tell us about that? Your thought? 
<laughs> Obviously, you, you, have, you have a partner now, but... Yes, I know. Yeah. True. So, like I said, I live in the UK for more than 20 years. I live <laughs> with uh, my partner for the last five years. We met eight years ago. And mm -hmm. interestingly, even though I work for a prestigious company, I'm not going to say the name, because that's not the point. It mm -hmm. hasn't been easy to meet, uh, to meet men. Even though mm -hmm. I mean, the city is vibrant, I used to go out, I had the lifestyle, but meeting somebody, yeah, impossible, impossible, honestly. And interestingly, <laughs> my partner is Italian, so he came from Italy. <laughs> oh, you see? <laughs> I know. In the UK to meet me. <laughs> There's something weird about, about London. I don't know what's going on over there. There's something weird about <laughs> <laughs> giving London a bad name now. It's like, uh, it's just, just for... <laughs> so single guys. It's for single guys. Oh, for <laughs> men, it's great. For men, it's an Eldorado. There's women everywhere, but for single women, mm. it's a Ah, I know, I know but you know what, then the thing again, because in my book, I talk about karma, this um, one concept very important in Buddhism and even in society, we, we use it, you know, action, reaction, cause and effect and the way we behave and all that. So I think mm -hmm. as well, I, I mean, I'm sure people do meet because I do have friends who are in the UK who met their partner, <laughs> husband, <laughs> their life. And I think it's just kind of... Uh, We just have to trust as well. It's just about to uh, yeah, trust yeah. the rhythm of our lives. All I know is that uh, I am glad that I have this illness, actually, because if I haven't contracted this uh, illness, I would have probably met somebody but been in the wrong relationship out of yeah. a desperation. Because mm -hmm. when you have that state of loneliness, I was in my late 30s, and uh, it felt right. You know, I should be meeting somebody. And... Mm -hmm. uh, Yes, but I feel that this illness came at the right time and my life was ready. Not so, my life was ready to meet me because it's all about that's what it is all about. Before I could mm -hmm. meet him, he's an amazing man, I had to meet myself first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so, one more question before we wrap up about that, the, like actually related to the Buddhism, the Buddhism that you practice. Uh, how do you uh, use chanting with? To get to manifest things like you manifested oh, your nice. your partner and yeah, so very curious <laughs> to know how it works. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Now, yes, okay. Since I've been practicing for a long time, it's kind of like uh, my uh, my spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, today my life, I am I am content. I found myself, and I'm just uh, pursuing my journey to be to be a greater human being, to continue to grow and to take people with me, around me. So um, when I was, because I was, that was the time I was very desperate, I was really chanting for this right person to manifest mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. Along the way, some men manifested, they were not right, but still I was so desperate and I didn't have enough wisdom or compassion for my own life, you know, to see. I just went along, I jumped into it because I felt since they manifested, They must yeah. be right. But it doesn't <laughs> yeah. And Sarkozy's came to say, enough, you don't go there, mm. to relax. And when I uh, discovered more about myself, who I was then, he manifested. And he manifested in my life at a very interesting time because I was still struggling, 
still going through a lot of health problems, had to go through an operation, but that didn't stop him to come and meet me and to start mm-hmm. a relationship with me. So um, in terms of Buddhism, chanting, Nam-myoho, Renge-kyo, it has a clear, clear, clear rhythm and uh, our uh, inner self, even though we might not be aware, will respond to things. But since I'm used to it, then I'm able to observe my own wisdom. So when he manifested, it was so natural. I didn't even think, asking myself, oh, is this the one? I have to be with him. No, things happen in the most natural way. And yeah. what is so incredible is that he's a Buddhist too. Oh, oh. Yeah. nice. I was not even looking. He's a Buddhist. <laughs> oh my God, what a coincidence. That, that's a big coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so um, something I really like in your in your book is sometimes it feels like it's written, like you're talking, you have a discussion or a debate with the reader. Because I think I, what I try right? to Yes, you're because in a way, since I'm talking about the third person, even though I'm mm-hmm. myself, it's almost like an observation. Exactly. And trying to take people with me through the journey. Yeah, that's the impression I had, uh, especially when you were talking about the, um, the French food that, you know, you love French food. And yeah, I'm a Buddhist, but I'm still eating meat. Okay, leave me alone. Something <laughs> 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 like that. I even learned stuff, you know, that I didn't know about, you know, the, 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 the teeth, you know, the, um, the lucky teeth, or, yes, you know, why we call yes. it like that. We learn yes. every day, so that was a good story. I really liked it. Um, and also, I like to, to, to tell also people that you actually have other books. You have, uh, po- you write poems too, right? Yes, that you have very good poem. Thank you. It's been published in, uh, recently in uh, September. I'm really excited. This has been based on experience. When I write, wrote my first book, Manifesto from a Woman in English, but the French, I have the French version too, La Femme Révoltée. Mm-hmm. Um, it was based on my, on my life. I came to, I've always wanted to be a writer. And when this illness, sarcoidosis, manifested, it was like a call. It was mm-hmm. like a call. First, I wanted to understand why. Why this illness? Out of all the illness of the universe, why this yeah. one? Because there was mm-hmm. no and also because it was not even though there's a lot of people today suffering from this illness there was no information so that was one hand and then when it comes to the poetry again I never thought that I was going to be uh, that I will do poetry I love uh, reading but um, yes he has been inspired from my life as well so it felt right to, to do it okay that's great <laughs> what's, what's the name of the of the poem if somebody you know wants to find it Thank you. It's in French. La vie, book. Yes. La vie est une jolie danse. Life is a beautiful oh. dance. Yes. Okay. Nice name. In French. <laughs> in French, yes. And uh, Sylvia, do you have another question? Because I'm sorry, I have another one. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, I'm good. Yeah. Good? Okay. Yeah, I saw also on your Instagram that you have a new book, 10 Words. Is that the new book you're write? You're gonna work. You yes, work. Yes. Sorry, that you're going to work to to write. Yes, yes, yes. This one will be in English and in French. I'm working at it. I want to um, to use my spiritual practice and um, to be able to talk about um, how I view things, life, and especially when we talk about um, emotion. Emotion can dominate our lives, 
And yeah. Um, yeah, this is where I'm at at the moment. It's about the 10 words. This is not the real title, but I use this because this is my, uh, my uh, how do you call that? It's a bit kind of like the backbone, no, skeleton. No, I don't know. Mm -hmm. but, uh, like a draft or something? Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm using that to be able to write. And that has to do also with Buddhism? Because it looks like it yes, has to do with Buddhism, right? Yes. Okay. That we have, we are like um, compelled our emotion and that's part of our world, something like that. That's what I understood from your, yes, your I from Instagram. Okay. Um, mm, mm, mm. I'm going you talk to about, yeah. I want to observe uh, our emotion and also to, um, to observe that each one of us, we have some emotion can dominate our lives. Last time I used mm -hmm. the word of anger because anger, we can all relate uh, to it. This is, yes. Anger, yeah. And uh, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that if we are an angry person that we cannot use this energy to create value. And actually, you know, today mm. I, was, um, I went for my walk and doing some reading. I discovered that there were three types of anger, actually. There's oh. the, the passive anger. Mm -hmm. where they are angry, but they won't say nothing. The aggressive one, this is the one we get confronted all the time, actually, when people will just want to give their point. And mm -hmm. there's justified anger, the one where you just know you are so angry, where you can tell yourself this is not acceptable, but the motivation is not about accusing somebody or attacking somebody, it's about finding a way, using that energy, finding a way for our own happiness, and supporting as well the other person. And I thought that was very interesting, actually. Hmm, that's yeah. not something I can do. I don't know about you, Sylvia, but there's no way I can use my anger to, to help somebody else or to keep it inside and use it for good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I need to learn that. You know, to kind of refocus the, the right. anger, redirect that's it. It's right. Yeah. It's right. That's really the word. Redirecting, refocusing. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Maybe you can do that by chanting or something like that. I'm sure that oh, really yes, helps. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I do, but it doesn't mean that I don't get angry. My no. poor he gets it all the time. But well, <laughs> he chose me. He chose to be with me. <laughs> mm -hmm. First, first is to acknowledge, like anything, to be aware. And uh, to ask ourselves as well. I ask myself, okay, what are you going to create that? Sometimes I win and sometimes I don't win, but I don't deny. That's just the way it is, but I'm just learning not to, uh, to create war around me and not to attack people around me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, that was great. I'm very, very interested. Um, the book is available on Amazon. The poem is in French. The, the poem book is in French and a new book is coming out soon. Um, so we can, we're going to put your information, you know, in the description, uh, anything else you want to, 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 or, you know, to add or before we go. No, I just want to say thank you. It's my, my first real podcast and, uh, <laughs> Welcome. the opportunity to talk about uh, my book because this is actually funny enough. It's been published last year in September. So it's quite interesting oh. that one year later. I am able to. Oh, there you go. Thank you for asking me those questions. I hope, um, yeah, that uh, it will help people and uh, it just really encouraged me as well to continue my journey as a writer. 
no, we wish you all the best, you know, on that thank anniversary you, of, yeah, of that book. And, uh, you know, keep us posted. We follow you, you know, on Instagram. So I really like your posts. They are really funny. There's a lot of very funny posts in there. I really like them. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep an eye on you and maybe we see you again for the next book. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> okay, thank guys. you. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you so much as well to you. Nice to meet you because I connected uh, with uh, Veronique through the podcast, Aiden Mike. And uh, yes, nice meeting you and talking with you. Thank you for your question. And uh, I'll follow you too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you so much. I loved it. Nice meeting you. Aiden. <laughs> bye bye. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Take care. Thank you for listening today. May your journey towards spiritual fulfillment never end. Until next time, keep learning, growing, and exploring. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. <laughs>